Elaine, you don't like the movie? I hate it! I want to rent a movie. I want to rent a movie. What's that for? You work in a video store. I work in a shitty video store. I want to go to a good video store so I can get a good movie. Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. I can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the Black Bank. I treated you like a son! You fucking stabbed me in the heart! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck! Master, number three managed to get the gold, but he just sent up a signal. Right. I'll check what the problem is. And then, I'll avenge you. Don't worry. These men are all gonna die. Tractor with a bomb. No, I said I didn't have a bomb. You said bomb. I said it's not like I have a bomb. You said bomb on an airplane. What's wrong with saying bomb on an airplane? You can't say bomb. Welcome to another episode of four guys watch terrible movies and then they sit around and, and talk about their life choices and how the hell did we get here? Uh, I, Brad, you know, back in January, we're like, wouldn't it be fun to just pick terrible movies that would make you suffer? Did it? It seems so quaint back then, Troy. <laughs> it really oh boy um yeah so this is experiment nine usually i would be getting my paperwork together to do the psychological evaluation i look i'm not even doing it i really we need to stop this this is this is terrible this is so are you terrible. getting divorced i you know what i'm on my I'm on my third old-fashioned wait but for the record hang on a second i want to i want to recommend troy don't do that what don't do what oh yeah um well i'm just gonna drink more of this whiskey you made your you made your wife watch this movie as well i didn't make her look here's what i understand she she was like oh i would be interested in that so while she's grading math homework so if you've been married as long as i have um you should know some things some of those (laughs) things are there there are certain times during a month, like within a 30 day cycle that you have to be very careful. And especially when said person is working a lot of hours because they're a math teacher and they're sitting at home grading papers and you happen to watch a movie like the one we're going to talk about tonight, (laughs) the next day, it's not a surprise if you get served divorce papers. Um, (laughs) We came very close. Although according to her, I can't be friends with you anymore. Jose. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, I guess we should, I'm getting way ahead of ourselves, but, uh, what, what's the movie that we watched? We, we watched Lindsay Lohan in labor pains and, and here's the, uh, quick description. Thea played by Lindsay Lohan 
is stuck in a dead-end job that she can't afford to lose. To stay employed, she fakes a pregnancy, and now she's milking, get it, milking, uh, her her one big lie for everything it's worth. Those are some big udders on Lindsay Lohan, let's say that. Okay, it's already gone there, all right. Um, But faking this pregnancy is going to make giving birth look easy. Chris Parnell and Cheryl Hines also star in this hilarious comedy. And uh, it has it has it like a tagline. Some stories keep on growing. There you go. 89, <laughs> 89 minutes, 2009. Hey, yeah. did you did you guys know this movie got a theatrical release? Well, I just want to go back to the tagline. It didn't. It did. I want to go back, I want to, go back hey. to the tagline real quick. Is in the U.S.? I want to go back to that. Some stories keep on growing. So do cancers. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's that's accurate. Wow. Yes. Let me let me read the box office synopsis of this film. So, Labor Pains, titled "Not a Bit of Pregnancy," was released on June nineteenth, two thousand nine, in Romania, grossing a total of thirty nine thousand five hundred seventy four dollars. The film was released to theaters on July 9th, 2009 in Russia, debuting at number four. It grossed $684,129. It was released on July 31st, 2009 in Spain, grossing a total of $287,000. Bueno, bueno. Yeah, it was released in Mexico on January 8th, 2010, bringing in $670,000. It was, this is the one that, Wow. It was released on January 28, 2010 in Lebanon, grossing a total of $4,810. It was released in the United Arab Emirates. Emirates. Yeah. Emirates. Emirates on April 29, 2010, grossing $65,000 combined with a worldwide total gross of $1.7 million. So, Folks, if you want to know why the U.S. might be unpopular with some countries, this might be the reason. Have we exported, have we exported this movie? We, we did. <laughs> For the record, Lohan lived in Dubai, which is in the UAE, mm-hmm. and they love her over there. <laughs> also, this film, um, in the U.S. at least, it went... Sorry. It went, yeah, uh, the listeners can't see what Tori's doing, but it's hysterical. Well, I um, switch, I switch from old fashions. Cause if I were going to talk about that, I'm like three deep and I went to, um, Cayo, uh, Suntory whiskey and Holy cow, this is going to be a great episode. I'm just saying, but go ahead. A little bit of fire. So it was, it did not go, this movie did not go theatrical. It went straight to ABC family, which when we start talking about some of the things in this film, um, how it ended up on ABC family is beyond me. <laughs> Uh, just how, guys, what are we doing? I mean, I love on a leash was funny just to hear you guys suffer as much as I did. But at this point, on, at, that was not, that was not funny at all. <laughs> I think it broke all of us. I think it's responsible for today's mood oh, or geez. this episode's mood because we're like, please stop the experiment. We, we've got to, we've, we've got three left. We can't, I can't, I can't. Cause I, I'm the only one that knows what the other three are. And I'm telling you right now they're all right. Anyways, Brad, what'd you think of labor pains? Uh, well, so I'm going to say something and it's going to be shocking. Really? 
okay. I swear to I God, if you say you like this movie, I'm, no, I, I fucking quit. Shut your mouth. I quit. I quit. I, I don't know if it's because of seeing Love on a Leash and seeing a film that has moments of silence. And we all took a moment of silence for our uh, the death of our movie-loving careers. <laughs> but I, at least this is a movie. I, I can say that. It is, it is in fact, a, a film. Um, is it a good film? It, it is not. Um, did I, was I frustrated throughout the whole thing? Yes, I was. Did oh, I'm I sorry. Were you, you, were you threatened to be stabbed with a calculator? I don't think no, so. Cause I'm smart <laughs> enough not to let my wife watch this with me. Okay. <laughs> you know, at one point in time, I would have bet the house on Lindsay Lohan and, uh, okay. Jose, sorry. How does she pronounce it? Lo- Lowen? Lo- yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Lowen. Lowen. Okay. Um, I would have, you know, cause when she was younger, she, her star was very bright and that, that, that star, uh, dimmed quite a bit. Um, she had some personal problems, but, uh, you know, I think in the back of some of our heads, we were, thought maybe she had a chance of, of coming back after seeing this. I hope I never see another Lindsay Lohan film ever again. Oh, it is frustratingly unfunny. Um, uh, Chris Parnell is in this and I just, every time I see him in the film, it makes me sad and I don't know what he's doing. And, um, I feel sad for everybody in this film to yeah. be quite honest. I mean, it is a reflection of how bad your career can get that you would have to be in something like this. Let's be honest. I, you almost need a GoFundMe campaign for everybody you participate in this thing just so that they could, I don't know, learn to, whittle um yeah craft, this feels do like something this, other this than felt, work in hollywood yeah it's this degrading. felt like to me like the biggest budget hallmark film you could ever make mm. with a really a, weird concept <laughs> yeah 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 i mean like they're not being stalked by their doctor or anything like that but um yeah i troy this one was a struggle but again i don't know if it's because i saw a film that wasn't really a film that I was surprised that I didn't want to jump off a bridge while watching this. I just was casually sort of upset. And then that I got more upset as I continued to watch through the runtime. I don't know really what to say. It's not a good movie, not a good movie at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I want to pass it on to someone who has seen this movie 10 times. Cause I have to, I have to hear, I have to know. I just, I can't, the, the suspense is killing me. Yeah. Uh, Jose, justify yourself because I, I wrote some comments down of Tabitha while oh boy. she's on the couch grading math homework. What, can you think of like define hell? Hell is having to grad ma- grade math papers and watch this film, right? So, um, Tabitha, I legit want to murder somebody. Um, <laughs> what, what's another one of her quotes? Uh, Tabitha, we can't be friends with Jose anymore. Um, let's see, uh, Tabitha, a Lindsay Lohan reading montage montage. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, (laughs) yeah, it's just, just a little sample of what I had to listen to all night, but go ahead, Jose. Why would you watch this thing 10 times? Okay. So I love, I, it cannot be undersold how much I love Lindsay Lohan. And even if the movie Lohan, Lohan, even if the movie is terrible and she's been in some bad ones, uh, I don't know. I still love her energy. I still love her performance. I actually think 
she's quite good in this. And oh, there are some shut the front door. Or what? I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I mean, there are some scenes where she glows. She's she has one expression, uh, Jose. One expression, and it's confused. I think the glow is from her just being super high. I, well, <laughs> that or drunk, because apparently only one insurance company would insure her. That is for correct. this film because of her DUIs and everything else. So she was still clearly having some issues, I think. But, you know, there's usually there's films that are like so bad. It's good. This is definitely not one of those. But there's just something so off the wall about some of the things that are in here and the choices that are made that ultimately it's just charming and goofy. What? I, what? Some people I would say loved painful it. and discouraging, but sure. Yes. I still laugh. Listen, I still laugh my ass off when the dog barfs. I laugh when the guy has the heart attack and he falls on the dog bag. Oh, read um, from the office. Huh? Read yes. from the office. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that, that actor who plays Abbott's the, the weird sort of Timothy Leary esque sort of uh, uh, weirdo author. He contributes three songs to the movie soundtrack actually nice <laughs> well let, can we talk about the music for a second i i know you guys are complaining about love on a leash not having a proper soundtrack right out of the gate with this first song and brad you're very good at um labeling certain genres of music you created the mm -hmm. term fart rock yeah I, I don't i don't know what you would label this one but i think after the second or third song definitely during the Lindsay lowen reading montage I was begging for no music in this film. Um, it's terrible. It's like that. It's like that pop, pop nope, folksy nope, it's Lisa Leb. Nope. I was gonna call Kinda. it fart folk. It, what? What's it called? Fart folk. Fart folk. Fart folk. Yeah. Folk like as in folk <laughs> folk music. Yes. It wasn't even folky. It felt like it felt like somebody to listen to the soundtrack of singles quite a bit and said, "Oh yes." Yeah, I want to. I want to try and copy that, but I want to do it um, in in the worst way possible. To be quite honest, I'm not going to lie. It, it reminded yeah, me of that you, scene. Like, give me your like best Paul Westerberg impression, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, but make it shitty. Make it really it re shitty. Yeah. Like it reminded like, like, me. It's like, hey, did you ever hear Brad do his Bill Cosby impression? <laughs> do that, but like for Paul Westerberg. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds yep. like. Yeah. It reminded me of um, Cher and Clueless, where she was listening to like the the slow grunge rock, and she's like, "Wah wah wah," it's that kind of music, you know. True, true. Except Clueless is a good movie. Yeah. Yes. Touche. Yeah. But but seriously, I I don't know. I I still laugh at some of this, even as ridiculous as it is. Uh, there's just some really really strange things that go on this in this movie that. I scratch my head and I'm like, why would you include that? And yeah, yet, like the shit, the shithole sister who is an ungrateful bitch. Wait, what? Yes. Okay. The little sister is an ungrateful bitch who needs to get knocked out. Wow. Yeah. That, you came out aggressive on that one. Yeah. All right. Cause she sucks. Got well, it. She also stages that. She also stages that surprise, that surprise baby shower and then rips up her stomach which leads to the somewhat cringy moment where uh, the you balloon, know, the pops. balloon yep. that's mm -hmm. in her. Yeah. The balloon pops and everybody's sort of like, or whatever. Um, 
but even just you know the the wacky stoner boyfriend who ends up pushing her in the pool which is like okay you're supposed you're supposed to pretend you're the father and she's pregnant and then he pushes her in there which is crazy or the hey we've the, all been too high and pushed a girl into a pool don't judge okay you pr- you, you pushed it sorry you pushed a pregnant <laughs> what am i doing here you pushed a pre- pregnant girl into a pool when you were too high uh allegedly okay um, sorry so that guy who plays the boyfriend is a real actor. Like he was in Disturbia. He was He's in the a remake. real actor. <laughs> he was in Friday the 13th. He was, he was Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Yeah. Was he on Nightmare he, on Elm Street as well? He was Aaron Yu. I, I believe he was. He was uh he was, I know he was in, in the video. Friday the 13th. So here's what I'll say about him. Yeah. He is the happiest person to go to a pool party I've ever seen before in my life. Well, they had Walmart yeah. cookies. They were taking Walmart cookies with them. I'd be happy too if I had Walmart cookies. Those Walmart cookies, they look solid. Yeah. Well, he's even so happy in the beginning that there, you know, she walks up to him and he gives her the donut. And then you hear a guy go, Where's my coffee? And then he walks away with her. Yeah, he's having a, a conversation about employee. like their lives and stuff terrible. like that. Like he's, he, he all gets, these people are I in mean, line. he gets a face full of those fun bags in this movie, too. So oh, good for him. I'd be happy too if i was him i'm just gonna say look jose i don't know if you know this really this is an intervention from brad and sammy and i (laughs) jose we all love you we do we love you so much but watching this film 10 times clearly there is an 800 number somewhere designed for you to get help (laughs) well i i will i already confessed this to you guys but i'll confess this to to the listeners to all four listeners who are like (laughs) labor pains fuck that i'm not listening to that but go ahead (laughs) sadly or not sadly for me anyway i went about like four or six months of simply just rotating watching over and over again labor pains and then i know who killed me and back again yeah what is jose they did that in zero dark 30 to get those terrorists to tell us where (laughs) wmds were my that's right all i was missing was the uh was the waterboarding while yeah. I was watching these, but I, this is like, like visual said, waterboarding. I, Let's be honest. I love Lindsay Lohan so much. I love her so much. And I think I, I, I will defend her talent until the day. Or, I or lack of. Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Not lack of. She's actually really good in this. She's actually really good in this. She's actually really good. And I know who killed me. Uh, so, okay. Stop. Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk. Uh, just talk. <laughs> I no, can't. I can't take this. This. This is a. This is an odd one for me because I don't really know how to feel about this one. I, it is a bad movie. Uh, it's not my kind of movie. Uh, that's for sure. There's not a lot of great acting here. Um, although I think that Cheryl, was Cheryl Hines is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. She's. Movie. She's pretty funny. Uh, I don't have too many problems with Lindsay Lohan. I mean, she's a. Uh, obviously she's a tabloid magnet and you know a kid growing up in hollywood made a lot of bad decisions been in the press her whole life so i don't really have an opinion on that because there's not a lot of people that make a lot of good decisions when they run into that world but this movie just it just kind of it just kind of sits there and it doesn't destroy it doesn't do anything and and i have a hard time buying a lot of it now look i know it's it's kind of a odd comedy and it's supposed to be over the top and stuff Be a little absurd uh what do they call it absurdist 
absurd. Yes, it's not. Comics. It, but that's the problem. The None of it is, is absurd. But, but it doesn't go far enough. Yeah, yeah, that, that is the problem. And the problem is, I never really buy that her character becomes caught up in this. I never really buy it. And she does get caught up in it, and she gets caught up in the lie. And I know Jose likes to lead in this, the ne'er-do-well uh, person that she falls in love with. And I think he's a good actor. I've seen him in other stuff. Um, oh, Kirby. yeah. Um, White Toast. Luke Kirby. Yeah, White Toast. <laughs> Who? White I, Toast? Yep. <laughs> he, he has <laughs> the acting range of White Toast. And I've got some White Toast in my kitchen. And I would believe the lines coming out of that White Toast more than this White Toast. Okay, I fully, I fully admit he is astoundingly, uniquely sexy average. What? what? But, yeah, those I mean, are just ad- okay. Those are adjectives you're putting together that make no sense. You said astoundingly and then I, average. Huh. Yes, I think I was described he, that one way. And yet he's really sexy and kind of talented. I love Luke Kirby. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Nothing wrong with any of that. The problem is, I don't think for me. I think this is a an average. It's if if the chemistry is better between Lohan and Kirby. For me, this is at best an average uh, romantic comedy with a wacky premise. Screwball comedy, maybe you could Have say. Have you ever tried to kiss an ashtray before? Uh, <laughs> I did, that, actually. Yeah. I, I dated an ashtray it's, in college. It's, it's pretty, I'm sure it's pretty difficult to Can, get chemistry well, with, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with the Marlboro Man. Anyway, the, the, I'll just say that I... I think that that's where the movie suffers for me some. And then I just don't feel like it. it's just not funny. For me, it's just not funny. It's not cute. It's not uh, precious. It's not any of those things. It's just not. It's just kind of there. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I I didn't hate it. But that's because <laughs> the last one was so bad. The last two have been so bad. <laughs> that. As as bad as this one is, it at least felt like a movie. <laughs> That's I, what I'm saying. I feel like this is like Stockholm syndrome or something. At, where you're to the point where uh, you're so broken. Yeah, you're going. Well, there's visual <laughs> images. People are talking. They're moving at, least, at 24 frames of second. Yes, I'm, I'm not getting waterboarded, bo- so that's good, right? But oh my god, um, what are we doing? Matt Nicholson's not bashing in my balls. So yeah, yeah. yeah true uh, um yeah I, look i agree i agree that there's a also a lot that's kind of packed in here there's a there's a subplot between the love interest and chris parnell and it's a family business and he wants to elevate it there's the you know the pregnant author who's trying to branch out and then can, can and go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> and i was gonna say i was gonna say that she gets caught up in it because you know, she comes from she comes from a place where she's just been working because her parents died. She's supporting her sister, and then she's starting to get all these benefits from pretending to be pregnant. People are. They should mention her- that their parents died more than like seventeen thousand times in this film. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's like here's the motivation for why mm-hmm. in every scene, you know. Um, but she starts to get these benefits. People are treating her better. She's getting a promotion. People give her brownies. Um, they're giving her the seat on the bus. And, you know, who doesn't want that, right? And so the problem is, is she, maybe there aren't enough scenes where she's torn over the fact that it's a lie, right? It's, but it's not that, it's not it, that at all. It, 
Okay, let me ask this question. We we reviewed a movie called Laquisha. And Laquisha and this film are the exact same movie, plot-wise. Story-wise, it's the exact same movie. Replace pregnancy with an individual uh, trying to imitate a different race as well as gender. Okay? That's Laquisha. If, if Lindsay Lohan would have tried to do a black woman. Soul man. I, I, give me Lindsay Lohan slash soul man. I'm in. I, but, Okay. Why? The films look the same too. <laughs> they, they do. They look the same too. They're cut from the same cloth. Why does Laquisha work so? We walked away from Laquisha going, "Holy cow!" There's something here, and this film, which is the exact same movie, feels like I would rather shit in my hand and clap than watch this thing again. Uh. Is is it better than Loquisha? No, it's not. Is it worse than Love on a Leash? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't think it's better than uh, so you don't think Loquisha is better than this? I think Argento's Dracula is better than this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Brad! Uh, damn. I'm, I mean, I, uh, I allow me to sit back I and just watch the fireworks. That, Go ahead, but I, I mean, we'll get to, we'll get to my list later. This one's it, it's like a mole. It's like it's a spot on your skin you have to look at all the time. And it turns into cancer. Well, that goes back to that joke. But I mean it's it is. It's just like a mole. It's just there. It's a skin tag. It's a skin tag of a movie. Wow. <laughs> the skin I, tag I, we, on we, the there was something of- to talk about with Laquisha in some of the scenes that they present. Regardless there's, of its quality, there's nothing here that that even comes close. There's no arc. I don't care what anybody says. I know that they're trying to give her an arc. There's no arc. She's still, for <laughs> oh, me. You know what? That that makes it. You're right. You're right. She feels as empty at the end of this film as she was at the beginning. Well, yeah. Like, what is the lesson that she learns at the end of this film? You can't fire Love a pregnant woman. All. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, like, be, being a protected class is pretty cool. She learns the greatest lesson of all. If you lie hard enough, sooner or later you win. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's true. This is true. Little white lies can get you ahead. That is a terrible lesson to learn, Jose. And a hot boyfriend. (laughs) He's not hot. And you get to be on a talk show with Janine Garofalo. Yeah, this movie made me hate Janine Garofalo. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) I loved her as the bowler in Mystery Man, and now, or Mystery Man, and and now I, yeah, I'm not a Janine fan anymore. Well, she graduated from a radio show to a talk show host. (sighs) Jeez. I uh, I found it funny. I find it funny and charming and just kind of everybody. Everybody's got wacky. <laughs> people tell me all the time. I need to watch friends with benefits. The Justin Timberlake, Mila Kunis film. And people tell me all the time. I need to watch this. And everybody's got a movie like this, but this, this is not that movie <laughs> <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> and by so the way, so by the way, no strings at, no strings attached is much better than friends with benefits. <laughs> uh, okay. there you go. Yeah. It's essentially the same movie, but I, I think it's funny and maybe it's, it's just the guy thing. I can, I can take a terrible action film uh, of this quality made in the nineties or whatever shot on VHS and find some value to it and have a lot of fun with it. But when it gets to these smoochy romance films, 
it it really does feel like a test of endurance to get through. It, it so really are, does. Uh, so is this a question for Jose? Are we too straight to like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, d- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. I don't I know. Did, Maybe. Strangely, there are no gay people in this movie. I was I was actually the first time I saw this, I was like, where's the gay bestie to like help her voice this lie on everybody? Um Yeah, but I'm, then that that be, just becomes the blonde headed woman. So Yeah, yeah. Basically. I still also scratch my head over the fact that like her rival in the office ends up proposing to her. Um, you know, and then he's like, uh Oh, the intern? You, yeah. Yeah, Kevin? can you can you give oh, me Greg, um, Greg, 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 Greg? Can you give me an answer on whether you're going to marry me because I don't want to have to cancel my J date? And I'm like, what? But it, but the film is full of those sort of like weird comedic non sequiturs, and I don't know. No, I was here for Jose, it. I enjoyed it's, it. it's it's not. It's it's filled. It, look, look, this movie is filled with Lindsay Lohan having the chemistry of a file cabinet, uh, interacting with other <laughs> actors, and then. <laughs> There is a cut to a bathroom scene where she smokes and then goes back to her acting like a file cabinet, then goes back to the bathroom where she smokes. Um, and then, I mean, she, for a movie, Maybe she was like, I better be able to smoke cigarettes in this movie every five minutes. <laughs> and in this movie, Do you not is- love the scene where she's like, uh, I need you a can break. Stop, you can this, just stop right there. No, this little meeting. <laughs> I need a break no, from this little meeting. And no. she goes and gets a shot of vodka. And the guy sitting next to her is like, what just happened? No. Mm-mm. I mean, like I said, I just there. And the, and the Lamaze class. Can we talk about the weird Lamaze class? Oh, where the, the little woman the, essentially rapes the, the woman. Which surprises partner. me that this would show up on an ABC family channel because yeah. uh, this Lamaze teacher which I went to Lamaze class. We never had this session before. Um, but yeah, some, some lady dry humps, uh, a guy from B what, what do you, what do you say that she's in the front? He's in the back. It's weird. It's really weird. So she gets on all fours. It's supposed to be like about a birthing position, Yeah. but she basically is like backing her junk up onto the guy's crotch. And then she essentially fakes an orgasm. And then later she's smiling and she's like, I'm going to borrow you for the next class or after class. How do you know <laughs> she faked it? I didn't know she faked it. Yeah. By the way, that's Jessica St. Clair. She's part of the Upright Citizens Brigade. And you may recognize her from all those Marshall commercials. Anyway, she's adorable. Yeah, I don't rec- No, I'm not going to recognize her from anything. Um, so for a film filled with a bunch of women who are expecting, none of them looked pregnant none of them they all looked not even they not all even looked, anna ortiz none not of them even they anna all ortiz. they all look like they were running around with with mannequin uh pillows <laughs> mannequin foam bellies yeah because yeah, you just don't i mean you just don't put weight on in your stomach like you nope. you gain you gain weight yeah it's just what happens and and the problem is like if if so uh i have a son and a daughter so i've been through this twice careful <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I'm just saying. None of these women acted even similar to uh, what I was able to witness through pregnancy twice. What your lo- lo- lovely wife, who endured and is yes. a saint, and suffered. Yeah, suffered and is a is the most amazing teacher ever, um, and birthed two amazing children. And who now wants to murder me because of the, having to watch this film? 
comes full circle. It comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> this she, is the circle she giveth life and she's taken it away. Um, thanks to Jose. I will say when they I will say when they finally do show like real actual pregnancy stuff, there's a lot of like ah! and like screaming. Ah! Yeah, that I mean that's... is that what pregnancy is like? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I hate to be the one to say this out loud, but I've never found pregnancy humor funny. Like I think one and, time and th- that might be why this does not work for the. You didn't find knocked up funny human beings. <laughs> I, mean, I don't find I, the one thing I never like in these movies is the scene where there's always the woman that goes through it and she's like, oh, "I hate you and I want you to die." Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that that comedy bit is you know it needs to be a moratorium on that bit. Do women you feel- like it when they turn into Linda Hamilton? sure women feel that way i'm sure they do well and and just the whole hyper reaction to it i mean it it i i've just never seen that in real i mean i i'm with you i don't get the comedy aspect of it i guess for somebody who's never even studied biology or watched one of the videos in biology class and it's like what's this pregnancy thing oh my gosh it looks so crazy and funny they would find those uh scenes funny but all right Pause for just a second. I said Linda Hamilton. I meant Linda Blair. I'm so sorry. People don't correct me. I meant Linda Blair, not Linda Hamilton. The she's doing, like she's doing push-ups while her head <laughs> yeah, is turning around. <laughs> she's um, bleaching a syringe in some guy's neck. Yeah, oh. sorry. Linda Blair. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yeah, I, was, I was making a joke to the exorcist. I'm look, sorry. all I'm saying is when you made that joke, I'm like, let's just keep going because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> sorry. Well, just another. Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> saying the joke wasn't as bad as the movie so i mean we're fine (laughs) (laughs) well just also being absurdist in this movie is cheryl hines who clearly has no idea how pregnancy works because she's like well you know in a couple days we'll just say you one of your tubes sprung a leak and then she's like do you know what you're talking about and she says yeah you know you'll just say the pregnancy uh it was a false alarm and you thought you had crabs what but that's the kind of movie we're dealing with that even yeah. Cheryl Hines has no idea how pregnancy works. And so well, nobody in I this film knows how a movie works. Let's be honest with the absurdity of it. And then there's the one worker, Jay Thomas, who we all know from, you know, Cheers and Mork and Mindy and all these TV sitcoms. And he's clearly like a sexual harasser. This is 2009. And he's like, <sighs> oh, Thea, you're wet. Oh, you look great. Or who's the lucky guy? And he's like, you know, hey, like, hey. or whatever. Yeah. There's there or are quite the a few says, HR violations in this film. Absolutely. Or you know, she walks in and she, she's like, "What's my favorite lubricant, Ann? WD thirty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some Jose, of this is really so, enjoyable Jose. to me. Troy, you you did ask the question about Laquisha. Why does it work, and why does this one not? Yeah. I, I think at its very basic level, Laquisha was at least trying to say something socio-economical ish social is, commentary yeah, yeah this is not this this is just like hey what happens if we pretend that Lindsay lohan is pregnant so she doesn't get fired and then by the end of it she learns that uh actually lying is pretty good and he helps you get ahead in life and you'll get the guy at the end yeah like it takes very little convincing for him to come back I, oh, I, I and, think at, that's and fair. at the end, the entire company has rallied around her. Oh, I mean, yeah. She, she and the, the, and Lou Kirby essentially looks like they're running the damn company at the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, so I just, I, you know, it, it just doesn't have, I mean, 
Laquisha didn't do it well. At least it tried. I mean, I guess here we could have gone kind of dark. I don't know. You would you have like brought in like this could have been I'm just saying like this could have been some sort of statement on like abortion or something like that. I, well, like, I don't know it, if it goes there, but I mean But at least it would have something. There's there is an have? absurdist quality. So Laquisha with Josephville has this absurdist quality, and it it could be the premise alone that takes it to a level where at least it not only becomes entertaining to a certain degree, I'm not saying it's amazing, but it becomes entertaining. And then when the message hits it, it, it's almost like, um, in a boxing terminology, there's a bunch of jabs. And when the right hook comes, you're like, Ooh, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, say what you will. Seville at least creates a character that's interesting in Laquisha. And it's when you say absurdist, I go, yes, that's Laquisha. Here you have a premise where a woman says, I don't want to get fired. I'm going to fake a pregnancy and it's going to better my life. This lie betters my life. I never feel that the stakes are high enough and that she's going to lose everything and that her whole world is turned upside down as a result of this lie. I, I really love Sammy's you know, take on it. it. It's just so middling at the end of the day that you you may say i'll give you jose okay if you if you think these bits are funny okay cool some of those are funny um however at the end of the day it the movie just doesn't do anything with this premise at all it does nothing with it just kind of lays there yeah yeah i mean well anyway like, <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> no no comment but it for me, it did. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm probably one of the most open-minded movie people you'll ever meet. There's movies that people think are terrible that I love. I, I, I mean, I I love that Jose. And there's was, perfect films that you give eights to, but you know whatever. Yeah, which is fucking ridiculous, <laughs> man. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, keep keep with your amazing analysis here um, that you applied to Warriors too. But go, keep going, keep going. <laughs> you agreed with me a minute ago, but the. Uh, <laughs> So ultimately, you agree with my Warriors two thoughts. Oh, oh, shut the hell up! <laughs> but this one just—it just doesn't have enough energy for me. It doesn't have enough. I often say on our show, it doesn't have enough oomph. It just doesn't have enough. It's missing that she, uh, Italian marinara, right? From well, there's that, but she's not sexy enough in the movie uh, for me. And I, I do find Lindsay Lohan sexy. Um, I don't find the lead handsome enough and appealing enough. The boyfriend is, I mean, he's a wet blanket, no pun intended, because I know his big scenes at the pool. Yeah. Cheryl Hines is the only one for me. Again, she doesn't know what's going on. She clearly doesn't have a brain of her own, but she at least seems like she kind of gets what she's in in some way. I, I think she gets her role. Like you, mm -hmm. you can, you could come back and say that out of everybody in this film, she knows what she's supposed to do for her role. The problem is nobody else is feeding into that or making that role funny. Like that mm -hmm. role could be funny if everybody else would participate in the comedy, but nobody else is participating. Why? Well, well, I just to go back, I think it's a it's probably a little unfair to um, compare this to Laquisha because obviously, you know, racism and uh 
trying to come together to face that as a society and not be divisive and not shout people down. It's not as much of a lightning rod as women who are pregnant in the workplace. Comparing a woman being pregnant in the workplace and those issues versus like racism and stuff, I think uh, all I, I think that obviously the edge goes to Laquisha when we're talking about that particular issue. But you know, I mean, I mean Laquisha has balls. I agree. Yeah, there's definitely an edge. I was just commenting that the two sort of controversial issues are not equivalent. I, I really, this is the question I struggle with this film. Again, they could have, they could have done something about what it's like to be pregnant in the workplace. And I mean, she could have farted at the Lamaze class and that would be thing. But I, I like where Brad's going. Like, where, where is the edge? Where's the in this FMLA whole... joke or the? <laughs> yeah, something. I mean, we're, I mean, where's the edge on this topic that Laquisha kind of at least danced up to? Maybe it didn't cross, you know, the line. But this, this one is so. F- oh my gosh, it's so safe that makes it uninteresting. Is my point? It's a romance in disguise and a weird high concept. It's very strange. I mean, I, I guess like I don't need my films to always say something, but if you're going to do this, I, I think when your premise is like, I want to be pregnant so I don't get fired, that very premise is very, you're saying something just with your premise and then you do whatever you can to go away from that, to not make a statement yeah. on it. It's an it, inter- I, th- I I will give this movie this to Brad's point. That's a really interesting premise. I, I think in yeah. better hands, this could be funny and yes. it could say something and it could be a better film. I think so. Well, to go well, back I mean, to I, Sammy's ar- argument about the arc, um, I mean, she's, she says that in a very, very childish moment, right? And the arc of her character is that she finally grows up versus being the young sister that has had to take care of of or the older sister who's had to take care of the younger sister and just sort of surviving and keeping her head above water, right? So she gets in trouble for, you know, saying the shitty things about her boss. And she's like, you're right. I'm complete. That's completely childish. It'll never happen again. You're fired. And then she does something in a childish moment. But you're correct. They don't do anything insightful or thrilling about the fake pregnancy angle. It's just a MacGuffin for the romance in disguise okay maybe i love romantic movies so <laughs> i mean but there's nothing wrong with that i mean clearly i love i don't know sweaty italian films but I, I don't know there's just something something's missing here i can't quite describe what it is i mean it's not my genre first of all but i've watched a ton of these kinds of movies over the years and this one just doesn't have the bite it doesn't even have pg-13 bite yeah that's true yeah, it I was has TV su- movie vibes. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised at how tame it was for a PG thirteen. Yeah, it's pretty I was tame. Expecting something, I guess. Like she is in her, like you do get a good look at those oh, sweater boy. puppies there for a second. Jesus, <laughs> I like. It always astounds me how many freckles she has all over her body. I think I'm, that's I'm, cool. I actually think that's cool. Yeah, they're they're very cool. They're yeah. very freckled. Uh, now, uh, yeah. but Lindsay, was, lo- talking about her hogs. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> See, 
I have no idea where it's going. Uh, Go ahead, Brad. I, I was going to ask Jose, like, okay, so what year was Mean Girls? 2004? So say it's 2004. Seven? I don't know. <laughs> let's just get louder as we go. When we sing, I'm going to say Mean Girls is like, oh, f- I thought it was oh, it's 2004. It's 2004. It's 2004. Yeah. Um, this is a steel trap up here, guys. Um, anyway, <laughs> so five years after Mean Girls, she's doing this. Four years after this movie, she does Canyons. And then uh, now it's almost like you're straight to Hallmark sort of mm. stuff. I mean, she was in that. Even you hated like Among the Shadows and you're you are an apologist, right? So I, it's just I liked her in Among the Shadows. Oh. I did not like Among the Shadows. Okay, um, but it's she's like also on Sick Note and then Falling for Christmas, which I thought was a really awful film, but she was really delightful. I do remember you talking about that. You were super just, hyped about it, and it disappointed. It's, yeah. Again, I there are a few actors that I would have bought really high on and lost so much money and Lindsay lohan was one of them because i think in mean girls she's funny she's charming she's got everything you want in a film and you're like this person is a star and literally after that it is like she is the asteroid in deep impact coming to collide into the earth and just destroy everything okay did you see her be fully loaded uh did i no i did not did you see just my luck <laughs> no bobby the drama with see, sharon i did Stone see bobby in... i did see bobby okay did you see georgia rule no chapter 27 with jared leto oh is that I, where he is i feel uh, like you're just fat? making shit up at this point <laughs> no no no. these are these are films she's is been that in the fat leto film in them. it is the fat leto film he yeah, plays uh the john um hinkley chapman tried to kill the <laughs> i don't know David, uh, David tried to kill uh, Mark David, dark Mark David, Mark David Chapman. Chapman. There I, you go. Yes, I, yes. I think to Brad's point, you you could take this film from a chronology standpoint and take little pieces of it. And if you yeah. look at out, if you look at it on the surface, it doesn't make sense. Like where she went, the the asteroid analogy. I will say this. True. Yeah, I will say this. Knowing how good she is in Mean Girls to this, um, this is. A, I mean, let's be honest. This is sort of a warning sign of what could you do with your fame and especially with alcohol addiction or drug addiction and how could it affect you? Now, did she straighten it out with all these other titles? I, I would say I haven't seen those titles, but uh, but I would, according to you, Jose, go, okay, she probably worked her way out of that. But there is something to be said between Mean Girls and this one. Something's going on behind the scenes to affect her acting. Because this is sure. not the same actress that was in Mean Girls. This is the inverse of Mean Girls. It is. So it's not the same energy, but yeah. I mean, also you guys need to see. I know who killed me. There you is. No, I actually do no want to see that. I do. It, it, you, the premise alone just feels interesting. Wait, I know yeah. who killed me. Yeah. 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 We'll do that on the real show at some point in time. This is the I real know. show. <laughs> I think the oh. real show. <laughs> no. The, well, 30, 36 years of age, she still has a chance to Is she only 36? Yeah. Is Ooh. this the fake pregnancy of um 
the fake Jose, pregnancy show Jose, of she's kind of aged like a baseball glove that you leave out in the sun for too long. Oh my no, god! No, she has not. No, she she kind of just had a baby in July and she looks fantastic. I agree with Jose. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about and actually actually she she gained some weight and I think she looks much better with some weight on her versus also super agree. super ass skinny like in yes. this one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Um that that's an easy yes for me. But I th- I mean I do think she I think she is talented. I think you know there for a little while she had a moment but I think she got caught up in the machine and uh, and honestly she's not the only actor this ever happens with. I mean Of course. I think Think of John Travolta all the time, because yeah. you're talking about a guy with a a star that was, you know, it was a meteor. I mean, it was this not soaring. an asteroid. <laughs> it became an asteroid though, and it yes, left it a, left a really big hole. And then he turns around, he makes a comeback, he cashes in on that comeback, and he hits it out of the park again for a little while. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, another asteroid. He just can't win. Now he's had some good things here and there. But I have to believe either one, these people are picking their own roles, which they should not do, or two, they have really bad agents and maybe they're just doing it to make money. Maybe they just pick these projects and make money. Maybe she got a really fat payday out of this. You know, I I can't knock that, but at the same time, you got to wonder if she's worked with people like Robert Altman, you know, uh, Robert Rodriguez, don't forget she was in Machete as well. She was, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's worked with directors who have talent. So people, I think, know she has something. And we all agree she has something. Yes. But for whatever reason, she just doesn't. I just don't think she picks the right projects for herself or, or her agent. And somebody needs to step in and say, you need to, you just need to pick more quality work. Now, she might not be getting offered quality work right now, but I find that hard to believe. I find that somebody out there has bound the thought to, at this point. You know who's ripe for a comeback? Let's let's see if we can get Lindsay Lohan in this and sell their exploitation film or their little independent movie. You know what I mean? Uh, She's the kind of thing to happen for her right now. I I agree. I look at the end of the day. Put push everything aside for my hate for this film. It's <laughs> it's unfair to judge Lindsay Lohan on this film because if you know anything about what she's going through at this time period. I, I still think there's something affecting her screen presence. Um, but Those are all her choices. The, I, all her I understand. We got to sleep in that bed. We do. But no. take, take, her out of, <laughs> take her out of the equation. You still have a pretty shitty film. Yeah. It's not like if you, if you uh, take Lindsay Lohan out of this and put someone else in. Can't save it. It wouldn't save it. Nope. So it's yeah, you're you are right with that statement. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I agree. But uh yeah, as as a what did you call me? A lo- Lowen apologist. Yes. No. Um it, I think she's fantastic. And, and I think she you can see the talent working underneath the skin. <laughs> true. Can it, <laughs> can I film. say something real quick about this conversation? So what I love about it. And what I love about talking film with you three more than anybody is we can take something sensitive, like the comparison between maybe the racial inequality of Laquisha and the topic that this tries to bring in terms of pregnancy in the workforce, let's call it like that, and can have a lively debate. And at the end of the day, 
um, come to a conclusion that we all get some type of perspective out of it and kind of go forward. I wish, and, and at, after everything's said and done, we'll, we'll all continue being amazing friends and uh, we may still not land on the same opinion. I just freaking wish the world worked like the the four of us worked, to be quite honest. I know. I know. It would be much better. And then are, Lindsay Lohan would make a big comeback. Are we role models? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not. I'm just saying we're role models. <laughs> I didn't even it's get just, mad at you when you said, "Hey, fuck you." Like, I, I, I did, <laughs> but, but that's I what, that's what I mean. It's like, look, if 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 some like I felt kind if, of attacked, but you know, it's all right. Yeah, that's fine. But that's my point to this but is we can go back and forth, and I could be like, "Brad, fuck you." You call me a white guy. My opinion still is valid, right? Um, so I didn't say it was invalid because you're a white guy. I know, but what I love about this exchange is uh, I've always felt that you grow from throwing your opinion out there and letting somebody else like challenge it and go back and forth yeah. from it. And at the end of the day, if you change your mind, great. Now I'm not going to change my mind that this is still a shitty film. <laughs> However, I love the fact that I have you three to have this conversation with. And at the end of the day, we can still tackle tough subjects um, and not take it personally and look at it as, Oh yeah, you just gotta, you gotta grow your mindset. Right. So um, I just want to throw that out there. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, here's my thank list. You, Troy, sappy, we love you. Happy Sally. Here we go. <laughs> thank <laughs> right. you, I, I, love, I, love, I love you, buddy. Yes, it is very true. But here's my list. Act- okay. Fuck you. Here's my well, list. Well, I was one, one last thing. I was going to say, confession, I was really scared to come on for Loquisha. Like, I did not know what that talk was going to be like, I- honestly. If it there, were, I was, I was a little a like, one in, there's a one in five chance that when you die, there is something quoted from LaQuisha on your tombstone because <laughs> you do not, you do not understand how popular that is. It is you, you really. not fathom. Listen, I, and I, I, I will echo what Jose says. If it were anybody else, I would have been nervous, but take the toughest transgressive film out there. I would never have a problem sitting down and talking with you three about it. Because even if I'm 100% wrong, you guys are going to actually be patient enough to put me on the right path in terms of the view or even how I should look at something. So that that's important. Like, you got to surround yourself with that. You are correct. Yeah. You do have to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, absolutely. We've done a hell of a job of that. All right. Well, read your fucking okay, list. Okay, now here's my list. <laughs> read your fucking list, he says. <laughs> here's my list. Okay, we 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 get it. Number nine, for your height only. Eight, Laquisha. Seven, Ginger Dead Man. Six, The Apple. If you would have told me there would have been five <laughs> worse movies than The Apple, I would have told you to smoke my pole. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> number five, B.C. Butcher. Four from Justin to Kelly. I've seen three <laughs> worst films this year. Oh, the- wow. <laughs> All right. The top three. I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, but I'm going to do it. Number three, labor pains. Oh, number <laughs> two, Dracula 3d and number one, love on a leash. Oh, yeah. I would, I would switch you the to legendary Dario Argento. Has a film that is worse than Labor Pains. I, I challenge that. I challenge so fuck that. off with that legendary <laughs> director bullshit. You can shove it straight up your ass. Oh my god, that's so funny. Your honor, the defense rest. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so that's the list. Now it's time for some housekeeping. <laughs> All right. <laughs> first, <laughs> first thing, our, we've got, or we're back on track. We have three months left. This was September was very hard. September was terrible. Um, it doesn't get. I'm just letting you know. It doesn't get better. Is it at least a horror film? Because it's. I was going to say, yeah, October Halloween. It's going to be a scary Please, bad movie. Just, just let it be a horror it's, film. Look, it's not going to get better. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying right <laughs> now. We can quit if you want, folks. Um, real quick behind the scenes, you, you all may be, a very, very sad about this, but Brad and I have had a discussion this week. And we were, we were, I mean, for those who follow the, as Brad calls it, the real show, <laughs> we, we have things planned out and we've actually got titles selected for 2024. One of the things we did talk about was after watching this film, we both said, we, we can't do this anymore. We cannot do another 12 films of breaking Brad. There's no way we have to take a break. We have to take a break. Now we're I was, doing the exact opposite of the show too. Maybe we, we still got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, now if what is the opposite of this, we're working on this. It, okay. <laughs> we got to get with you guys and pitch some things too. Cause we want you two to be Im- involved in this. Um, unless there is a resounding, like an entire thousands of people write in and go, you have to do this another year. I don't. And even then, if you do that, I'm going to have to get a therapist if we continue. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we reached out to BetterHelp to see if they would like be the sponsor of this show. Yeah. So unless I get free BetterHelp, we're not doing this next year unless you guys demand it. However, that this is this is for you three. We can quit right now. There's nobody nobody says we have to keep going. If you want to, I, mean, I was I was always thought, Troy, if you if you commit to something, you finish it. We <sighs> we committed to it to a year. Legally binding, no mm. out of the contract. Yes. <laughs> Nine out of twelve into it, Sammy. Yeah. You're, are you serious? I mean, I don't think it can get worse. No tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've reached our apex moment. I'm I don't. Bad. I don't. I don't think we have. <laughs> I'm, well, well. I mean, t- I know we haven't because I've seen worse films than Love on a Leash, but <sighs> don't pick those. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so we're doing it in October, huh? Yeah, let's do our. Yeah, we are. But we'll reconvene after October. Maybe we'll say, you know what? Ten's enough. We got to double digits. All right. So first of all, Ten's Jose, a nice round number. Jose, personally, I want to tell you I'm sorry, but there was no Four. other way. There's no other way. We oh. had to do this one. There's no other way. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so it is October. It is scary movie season. Oh boy. Brad couldn't make it through this film. Jose and I did. I think we both agree it's one of the worst movies we've ever seen. Hmm. We are going to do the box office hit from 2022, Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. Yeah. I watched it too, man. You did watch it? I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, we're watching it again. Neither do I. Shitamarink (laughs) is what I called it. Skinnamarink it is. Oh my god! You know what? Now I'm gonna have to listen to the commentary. I'm gonna have to get the Blu-ray and listen. Ask, to the ask the question if we want to quit again now. <laughs> <laughs> you you said <laughs> yes. We're watching Skinnamarink now. This will be interesting. So I didn't know you'd seen it already, which even makes it even better. Jose and I've seen it. I tr- I wanted so desperately to be on Watch Skip Plus to talk about it. 
Um, and I remember like, um, there were very few moments of listening to podcasts that I remember, but Tabitha and I were driving, listening to this, uh, episode of watch to get plus when you guys were talking about it and me in a rage yelling, um, agreeing with all of you, like how terrible it is and swearing. I would never watch this film again ever in my entire life and my entire family still to, to this day brings that up in terms of, do you remember when we went to the theater and saw this film and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, it is a blight on my, on my recommendation scorecard. Um, but Sammy's now that you've seen it, that means three of us are going to have to watch it again. Brad couldn't make it through 20 minutes of it, which is what gave me the idea because now we're going to force him to finish this entire hour and 40 minutes. He, he still has an hour and 20 minutes. He hasn't seen of this film <laughs> and it gets worse, Brad worse. And all, and That's all like, the good part. Yeah. And, well, in all actuality, he has seen the other hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> except uh, for the very, except for the very end. But by that time, by that point, I mean, ugh. anyway. Okay. Yeah. Troy. Skinnerink. Yeah. You're welcome. Speaking of October, should we spin the wheel? Oh, do do we want to tell everybody what we're doing? Because Jose yeah. and uh, Sammy, we wanted you to be a part of this momentous occasion. To be quite honest. So, for those who don't know, over the past about month and a half, maybe two months, listeners have sent in suggestions for our October, and uh, I have put them on a wheel. And Ooh. I am going to spin the wheel and I'm going to say the movie. And then I will look at my other thing and let me know who sent us that in. <laughs> but it's very complex. It, look, it's it's a very high tech operation here. Yes. All right. I'm going to spin the first. I'm going to spin it the first time. Here yeah. we go. Got it. Is it spinning? We're, we're, you got to make the spinning noise. like. Yeah, that one. Do that, Jose. And first one is the girl with all the gifts. Whoa. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been wanting to see yeah. that. I haven't watched that yet. Okay. I've been wanting to see that. I, I kind of liked right. it. But I also like labor pants. Second spin. All right. Second spin. That sounds almost. <laughs> Careful, that noise sounds like skin of a rink. <laughs> Number two. Is May. Oh no. boy. Yes. Uh, All right. That one a lot. Okay. A Number three. We have we have to choose five. So there's three more left here. Okay. You gotta make that clickety sound like the thing is hitting. That's what I'm the... doing. I'm going. <laughs> I don't oh, okay. know if that's it, it's it sounds like somebody's rubbing your prostate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three is Night of the Creeps. Yes. Oh my Keep god, going. yes. Well, that's a all that's right. Can you read? Thing. Can you read the three off we got right now? We have girl with all, uh, girl with all the gifts. Got it. May night of the creeps. All right. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> I love it. Oh, number four, Doctor Giggles. Oh, oh man. shit! <laughs> I, I'm is that, really, I wait? Is that, that the one? Picked. Is that the one? The special guy from L.A. Law. He's a special guy, Larry Jr. Yes, yeah, he he played. (laughs) All right, he played a special guy in L.A. Law. I'm not, I'm not crazy. But not least, we have. 
click, click, click. Yeah, do the click. Right night dose. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. Yes. That was a late excited ad. Excited to dude. Excited to tear it apart. Is that what you're excited about? No, I love Fright Night 2. That is a badass list. That list oh, yeah. is amazing. That is awesome. Very good. I did not like Fright Night 2, but the list, I agree. The list is amazing. I, you didn't. <laughs> oh, God, I don't <laughs> I, I didn't. I'm quite the fan of Friday Night Friday Night 2. I am too. I believe there's I believe there's rollerblading in Friday Night 2. There is. Yes, which makes it even better. All <laughs> right, so congratulations to Tom H. Uh John H. Apparently if your last name starts with an H. Uh Mike H. Good god. <laughs> uh Oh my Gary H. And who sent in the last one here. Oh, and Chandon, Chandon, awesome, Chandon, awesome. Right. You guys, we will be in contact with your uh, prizes. Yeah. So we had it. We had a lot of people send in requests. The deal was of the five that we pick, we are going to send them a treat. So um, Brad and I will get a hold of you, and over the month of October. You can expect something from us um, as a as a way to say thank you, not just for sending an amazing list of films to pick from, but uh, also for just listening, man. The community is amazing. We want to pay it back a little bit. So, yeah. um, man, I'm I'm so excited. Behind cool. the, behind the scenes, we'll have to talk about which one um, we're going to do first out of the gate for next week. And um, uh oh, so wait a minute, we're invited to all these. You can you both you, of you can pick any of them or all of them that you want to talk yes. to. Cool. Yeah. So Wait, we'll, do we have to give you an answer now. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, <laughs> yes, we'll work right it out. Yeah, right now. We'll work it out behind <laughs> the scenes, but uh we wanted you guys to be the first to hear these picks. I'm in. Uh, so I'm in. that you yeah. you can pick whatever or all of them that you want to be. We will probably have some special guests on top of that. Um because wow. some people have reached out on I it's weird. I, I, I'm just going to say this right now. We're at a weird, st- a really weird stage of the podcast. The amount of people that have reached out and have expressed interest on being the show is is ridiculous. Cool. Um, plus, Brad and I are actively working. <laughs> Should we talk about this for just a quick second? Yeah, in academia now. Yeah, you you want to give a little bit of background on this? Yeah, so some some students, well, I guess a professor had reached out to Troy and I, and um, he was trying to hypothesize about if we could get certain data to kind of show some predictors for films that would bomb, and if you could build a model around that, because he knows what Troy and I do in the real world, and we are going to try to see if we can help, and Troy and I will be a part of the presentations that they're going to do, and we will help pick a winner. Uh, this is for a real university with real students. Troy and I have are helping mold these minds to become white-collar specialists. And <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah. So, so you guys are building a blockbuster predictor machine? We're not. Uh, okay. we, are, we, we are helping. Yeah, we, but, are, we are assisting. Let, let's not... Let's not if we get the data, I'm going to, I'm going to build a model. Trust me. Yeah. And both of us will. Sweet. So we're, yeah. yeah, the, the, so if you think about it, when you talk about people who go into any kind of analytics, a lot of times they work on a particular project. So, um, a thesis, if you will, a thesis. 
and it, it's a real world application. So we've had a professor from a university. I don't want to give too much detail um, because we're still working on it. And the kickoff is in November. Uh, but we have been asked to kind of assist in this project to actually find data sources that this class could use and that we could actually assist in them creating um, their projects and then also grade their presentations at a university level. So, yeah, that's awesome. So it's very cool. cool. Yeah. So it, it again, we'd be a, smart and shit. I, we're not that we're just extremely fortunate and lucky. Um, but yeah, I, I, whatever you guys want to show up on in terms of the podcast, you guys get first pick. Uh, and there could be some special guests that will be joining you because we've, we've had some people express interest, especially in the, um, horror shows because those seem to be extremely popular. And, uh, especially with this list of films, I got a feeling, I mean, this is going to be probably our best spooktober to be quite honest. Those are amazing. Yeah. Picks. yeah. I'm those super are good excited. Ones. Awesome. Yeah, well, I just got Mr. Giggles like that special edition of Mr. Giggles. So <laughs> yes. Got a PhD, Brad. It's Dr. Giggles. The uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 Mr. Giggles. I, I forgot about the years of medical school. Dr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> out of all those, I think I've only reviewed we've reviewed one of those, Fright Night 2. Really? I'm a, only one. I'm still upset that that haven't that really we've hasn't done, got a proper scream factory or something released. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've done Night of the Creeps as well. So two of the five we've done. That's awesome. Um, well, real quick, I want to start with you, Sammy, because you've had a couple of shows with some amazing guests while Will was out just, you some, know, some better than others. Let's just go. Ahead and yeah, let's it. just say it. Um, <laughs> there was one show that was amazing. The other show was really good. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Will's coming back. But um, what's going on at the Gentleman's Guide? Uh, we just had the watch skip plus boys, Jose and uh, Justin, the red the Cinemascus. Yeah. That was the one that was really, really good. Yeah. Yep. What about well, the week before that? <laughs> well, that was the recent one. Got to go with the most recent one first. And they had them on to uh, discuss River of Death. Yes. Which is, it's a great title. Uh, and uh, with a transfer that uh, borders on being obscene, it looks so good. And uh, I, I still can't get over that to this day. Uh, a week later, I'm still processing how that movie looks so good. Even yeah. on, um. But uh, before that, the week before, we had uh, you two on from the Not a Bomb podcast, Brad and Troy. Which was the, of the two episodes, that was the lesser one. No. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Uh, and then we did uh, Fatal Termination, right? Term Termination? Fatal Termination. Yeah, right. Termination. That movie's amazing. Yeah. What is Terminator for a minute there? But Shoot, uh, baby, shoot is what that movie should be called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple of uh, fun genre movies, um, and we had some uh, we had some fun. And then uh, Will is coming back, and we're uh, kind of getting a little bit more serious in tone. I just actually finished watching that film before we recorded uh, State of Siege, the Costa Gavras film, which I had never seen, and uh, way different than River of Death or Fatal Termination. Let me say that. <laughs> yeah, when you announced that one, I got kind of excited. I've heard about it before, um, but it. Again, this is why I sort of curse you guys every once in a while. You, you do these shows, you do these films, and, and I, my bank account hurts a little bit because um, I got to well, them. I'll, I'll just say this, and you know, I, I honestly believe it. Uh, there's just so much great films 
stuff out there. There's mm-hmm. just so many great movies out there that people just do not watch. And there's a whole generation of kids coming up now. And I'm going to put my old man hat on here a little bit. But there's a whole generation of kids coming up now that just do not watch anything old. Yeah. And I see it more and more. And it saddens me um, that they're not looking at film history. It really does. It makes me sad because uh, there's so many great films out there going all the way back to the silent era. And, you know, people should be, you know, if you love movies, trust me, you'll love anything that is well made. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if it's from 1919 or if it's from 2023. That it's is well done. so true. Like, I, I agree. Jose, watch Skip Plus. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle of your current week's episode, but do you want to talk about that one? Uh, yeah, we, we had EF Contentment on to review the Expendables 4 or right. Expend 4 Bulls if you're, if you're trying to say out the way that it's been spelled. And uh, that one was a doozy. I don't hey, think. Hey, yo, I heard you don't like my movie. Yet. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, again, it's a doozy. We, uh, our passions got the best of us on that one. <laughs> it's, it's a fun uh, listen, I, man. But we are also uh, having somebody on. Oh, who's that? For our next show. Who, who did you invite onto your show by any chance? And and maybe you didn't invite the other person, but go ahead. Go ahead. It would be, it would be Brad because Brad. Brad's on requested. your show. That's so crazy. He had Brad? requested to come on. Our to- Brad. Mm-hmm. Y- your Brad. Oh. We're stealing your Brad. So weird. And we are we are gonna review Gareth Ev- I think it's Gareth Evans. Mm-hmm. Gareth Evans is the creator. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that movie looks really, really interesting. I think uh, I'll be seeing it soon too. Hey Brad, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh I'm gonna be seeing that movie too. I hope to see that movie this weekend as well. Oh that, well, you're probably not getting invited like me, so we can talk about it amongst <laughs> I mean, ourselves. I, you, watch skip guys i just call them up and say hey i'm gonna what time are you guys recording and they tell me and i'm like okay i'll be there yeah i don't i don't get that i i get the oh it's on a day you like when i ask they're like it's in a day you can't do it that's how they treat me <laughs> i have an open prostate we, i don't i don't oh, i don't we do have to get we do have to get you both on proper oh now you do huh because requested. Yeah. i did text jose like a month ago and said hey are you doing this if you I, do it i would like to be on there i mean i'm just gonna be honest with you right now that is when I see the trailer for that movie. That is a Brad movie. It is a Brad movie, actually. Really, yeah. the person I think of is Brad. Hmm. Knowing his taste in films, that's true. Yeah. I'll give you that. Well played. Well played, Jose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, it's. Oh, I can. I can live in denial all I, I want. There, there's movies that uh, I, I send you guys wacky trailers all the time, like that Good Boy one, the one about the guy that's uh, got the guy that's. Uh, Dressed up in his house like a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As weird sequel to Love on a Leash, actually. <laughs> I send you those because then when you guys are actually watching trailers, you're like, "Oh God, this is a Sammy movie. <laughs> this is a Sammy movie right here." That that is true. Oh, I have one question before things wrap up. When you said Fright Night Two, are you talking about? Are you talking about the one with that really sexy Julie Carmen or the reimagining Fright Night 2? We're not doing the re- we're doing like the original Fright Night 2. Julie Carmen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That one is still not as good as the first one, but it's much better than the reimagining. Jose. The reimagining is the one that I'm like 
That's you ousted bullshit. me on the creator. So right now you're not helping your case here with this Fright Night 2 <laughs> stuff. <laughs> we got there again. Can we can we still quit now? After you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave you guys the option. You're like, no, no, no. Got to go get look. We we finish things. Fine. Skin a rink your ass. There you go. October. You got skin a rink. You got skin a rink. Yeah, we did. Oh, man. I didn't see that one coming. Well, All right, Shelly, for our real show, I'll, I'll give you the rundown of, of the real show. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we just released uh, Licorice Pizza, and we had the lovely Dr. Michelle Meek on there with that. And Mr. Giggles, Michelle Meek. <laughs> yeah, sorry. She did go to, she, she does have her doctorate. And those playing along and heard it tonight, the first film we were doing for October is The Girl with All the Gifts. I'm excited to play along. Yes. Again. Better right now yeah i think it is i think you're correct it's the girl with all the gifts may night of the creeps dr giggles in fright night two what are the chances we may we may have to we may have to talk with michelle michelle is super busy she she's a filmmaker professor author everything else i'm would she do dr giggles you think? Because <laughs> she has, because she's a doctor too. Yeah. Does she know Doctor Giggles? Don't you? Know? <laughs> I'm they just the saying. Is together? that the same kind of pedigree? I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. That's the first. She'd be one a we're good doing. guest for Night of the Creeps. Do I, I think? I think she'd be a great guest for Night of the Creeps. Look, any we've already we've already told Michelle because uh, what's what's great about um, Michelle? She she's teaching documentaries right now to her class. And if you, and you know, just a little Michelle Meek plug, follow her because she's always writing for different film trades, magazines, et cetera, on top of the book that she has. But we've told her she had, and she's actually been emailing us with some ideas on what we'll just call auditory essays. So the first one that we did with her, um, was sort of not part of the regular show, but we'll just call it, you know, um, you know just talking about this topic in relation to film history. She's going to do a few more of those episodes with us. So love to have you guys on those as well. Sweet. But she's putting together, I, I, I Brad, would it be a syllabus like of um, some particular uh, topics and how films so. relate to that. So we're, we're going to be doing some of that with her um, because cool. it's, Wait, it's outside so much of business fun. school. I did not do well in school. So yeah, I'm uh, going to lean on you for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be fun. Cause I, she has an amazing take on movies and how it sort of influences, um, what we see in society today, as well as like the, the social construct. So if, if you like, uh, this stuff, which is incredibly immature-ish, we've got that for you. If you want some <laughs> heady stuff, that's when we bring Michelle Meek on because um, I, we all feel like we went to college every time we talked to her and she's amazing to talk to. Like it, it just, she's awesome. So yeah, look for more of that coming your way. All right. Anything cool. else, Brad? I love you, buddy. Sorry. Sorry. I got heated. Sorry. I called you a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really get heated? I, I don't know. No. I just want the listeners to actually think you and I are mad at each other. Well, well your listeners mad. actually think you're a white guy. <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> no i'm not i'm not a white guy um but thank you you just uh, have the most kansas corn fed <laughs> accent ever but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's white and then there's whatever i am because i was born and raised <laughs> in kansas um 
Okay, so I don't know if you're listening the morning, the afternoon, or evening. Thanks for playing along. Hopefully you didn't watch Labor Pains, but you, you listened to us talk about it. Do not whatsoever watch Skin of Marink. Please, God, don't, don't watch that film. But come back for the next episode of Experiment 10 or whatever, and, and we'll share our thoughts on, on this one. So, oh boy. All right, see you then. Don't lose your head. Don't lose your head.